We meet in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Well, we are having an innovation this morning, except, of course, it's not an innovation at all. It is a return to something, and we are going to have some music in our service today. Hooray, hooray. The bad news, I'm afraid, is that we are not allowed, as you know, to sing to it. This is strictly for listening only, but we are going to listen to an Easter song. See, what a morning. Friends, what a morning it was. Alleluia. See, what a morning is this. Again, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Elmden Church. Welcome uh, to this building. It feels like it's been uh, almost forever since we've been here, but here we are together again. A welcome as well to those of you who are watching on the live stream. Great to have you with us. My name is Toby. I'm going to be leading the service today, and I'm going to be speaking as well. Uh, we're looking at Matthew chapter 28 over the next uh, three weeks, starting today. More on that in a few minutes' time. Uh, And this is a service of Holy Communion, so a little later also we shall be sharing bread and wine in memory of Jesus, yes, who died, who was buried in the tomb, but in memory, yes, of Jesus who rose from the dead and Jesus who lives, Jesus who will one day return. Alleluia, this is great, great news. 
we're going to do as we always do at this point in our services now. We're going to share news. Uh, we'll start off with birthdays. Uh, it's been a while since we've been together in person, um, so we'll set our parameters quite wide on this. Does anybody have a birthday any time around now, i.e. any time in the last three months? Nobody. Oh, yes, Elizabeth. When was Katie. 31st of March. Okay. How, sorry, how old? Ten. Ten years old on the 31st of March. Well done, Katie. Many congratulations. Now, I'm not going to, uh, because of the circumstances, I'm not going to bring the birthday hat over for you, but in a spiritual sort of way, imagine yourself putting the birthday hat on and... Who's over, who is it? Joy, Sarah. Sarah, when was your birthday, Sarah? 15th of March, okay. A bit older than 10, though. <laughs> Nobody would believe it when you say it. So, congratulations, happy birthday. Tony. Oh, and Alan, yeah, we talked, so Alan... Um, we had your birthday as well, didn't we, Alan? A little bit older again. 80 years old. Happy birthday to you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, more? Gosh, there's more. I wish you'd all put your hands up in the first place. It would have been a lot quicker. Who's? Sienna was two. Shania. Shania was two in February. Happy birthday, uh, Shania. So let's give We're doing it for everybody else. Clap for Shania. Happy birthday, everybody. Let's move on quickly, because otherwise that'll be the whole service uh, gone with birthdays, the birthdays of 2021. Is there any other news to share? Nothing at all has happened to anybody in the last few months. Well, that's good, I think, in light of the circumstances. And we've had some wonderful uh, online services uh, this week, uh, just finished in Holy Week. Uh, thank you uh, to Karen. Thank you to Miriam, who've been involved in leading those. Uh, and uh, they were really uplifting. But today, even more so, because today is Easter Sunday. Various uh, prayers and readings in the prayer sheet. Please do take that away with you. Uh, and that is a bumper issue covering two weeks. Let us go on then with our service. We come before the Lord in confession. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. We keep some moments silence and then please, if you would, join in with the words in bold. For all the times we have gone our own way, Father, forgive us, you tell us to follow you. For all the times when we have put ourselves before you and our service to others, Father, forgive us, you tell us to love. For all the times we have been selfish with the things that you give us, Father, forgive us, you tell us to share. To follow you, to love you, to love others and to share with them, Father, forgive us. You tell us to change. So friends, what is it we remember today? It is that Jesus died, but that he rose from the dead. And in the rising of Jesus Christ from the dead, Jesus' rising to life is the promise to the people of God. 
that we too shall know life to the full when Jesus comes in his fullness and joy, bringing life to his people. This is good news. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, friends. If we know Jesus Christ, we are set free from sin. God's promise to us is the promise of life. And we are going to affirm these truths of the Christian faith. I invite you to join in with one simple word before we come to the reading. And that word is Alleluia. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Alleluia. He has defeated the powers of death. Alleluia. Jesus turns our sorrow into dancing. Alleluia. He has the words of eternal life. Alleluia. We're going to have our Bible reading and Sarah is going to read from her, for us today. Today's reading comes from Matthew 28 verses 1 to 10. After the Sabbath at the dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He was risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, now I have told you. So the women hurried from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. And if you want to uh, follow the reading as I'm speaking, you'll find it on one of those sheets of paper that everybody has in their pod. Let us pray. Father God, this Easter morning, may we hear again your promise of life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just a little reminder, dead people don't come back to life. Just a little reminder, everybody, dead people don't come back to life. As well as being a TV presenter on programmes like Time Team and Coast, uh, Alice Roberts, she's not very far from here, she is the uh, Birmingham University Professor of Public Engagement with Science. I didn't know that, though I do now. In fact, she is the first ever holder of that post. Uh, but she is also, here's the health warning, she is also the president of Humanists UK, which sort of gives you a clue as to where she's coming from. Because what insight does her scientific education and all of that scientific skill give her that she's so wanting to share on her Twitter feed this Easter time, because what I've just quoted is the tweet that she made on Friday. What does all of that expertise and knowledge lead her to conclude, but that dead people don't come back to life? 
So friends, it's good to see that her medical degree and her PhD and all of her scientific research and her fellowship of the BAASC, whatever that is, uh, these things have not entirely been put to waste. Dead people don't come back to life. Thank you, Professor. Although actually, Professor, do you know, I think everybody had noticed this. In fact, our reading today only really makes sense because of the obviousness of what the good professor is saying. Dead people don't come back to life. I haven't got a science PhD, and even I know that. So we have a reading today, folks, which is filled with emotion. It's a very uh, short and concise and compact Reading, it's a very short time, but in that time that we are with them, these women who we meet here in this reading, they go through the whole gamut, don't they? Because there's fear and confusion, but there's also surprise and there's joy. And they move from grief and bewilderment to worship, and then ultimately they move on to proclamation. They go and tell. And none of these things would really apply, or certainly not in the same visceral way, if dead people were in the habit of rising from the dead. It wouldn't make sense. This is what it says in our reading. I'll read you the first verse. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Well, these are not women who are expecting anything, really, nothing at all, other than that they are going to a place of mourning, that they're going to a place of sorrow. Because their friend and their teacher and their master and their Lord, well, he has cruelly been put to death by the Romans, and there's the body and there's the tomb, and there you go. That's it. And as if all of that weren't fearful and bewildering enough, they're now paid a visit by an angel. Verse 2 and 3 and 4, there was a violent earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning. His clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. You see, again, that is fear all around. Dead people do not rise. And the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. That only makes sense, doesn't it, if these women are absolutely terrified. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Well, what are these women to do with this astonishing information that they are being given? Because they know they're not stupid. They're not complete numpties. They know that dead people do not rise. And yet... The angel's testimony says something really, really 
different. And yet, the tomb is empty. Could it be? Could it be? Could it possibly be true? Could it possibly be true? Yes, it is. And there's the journey from fear into realization, and then from realization into joy. Dead men, yes, they do not rise, but surely Jesus has. So the women hurried away from the tomb. That's what it says in verse 8. Afraid, yes, still afraid, but also filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and they worshipped him. I mean, seriously, what would you do? They know that dead men don't rise and yet they have the evidence of the empty tomb and the evidence of what the angel has told them and now finally the evidence of their own eyes, their own ears, their own hearts. What would you do? Because this Jesus who died was buried stone dead is very much alive, and he's here, and he's now, and he's standing right there in front of them. In fact, they've got their hands wrapped around his ankles. Seriously, what would you do? Imagine their joy. Imagine the joy and the surprise that they feel. And you know, when we're really, really excited, when we're really, really excited, what's the only thing that we want to do? What actually is the only thing that you can do when you've got something that's bubbling and bubbling and bubbling inside you? The excitement, here it comes so much. What do you do? Well, you're going to go and tell somebody, right? That's what we do, isn't it? When we're really excited about something, we go and we tell, we share. Well, that's what these women do. That's what these women do. This is what Jesus tells them to do. He said to them, verse 10, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers in Galilee. There they will see me. Friends, we know that Jesus rose from the dead. And he lives. To be... Scientific about it, you might say. This is by far the simplest explanation of the evidence that we have. I think you'd have to do some intellectual somersaulting to take the evidence any other way. And what is science but a process of following the evidence where it leads, even if the conclusions are quite startling? Jesus rose from the dead and he lives. And therefore we also know God's promise, that as Jesus rose from the dead, so one day we, his people, shall rise too. And that is really exciting. That is really exciting. Does that put joy into your hearts? Because frankly, I think that it should. And knowing this, 
So knowing this excitement and this joy, what can we do but worship and praise him and then knowing all that we now know, go out and tell the people around us. So just a little reminder, thank you very much, Professor Roberts. Dead people don't come back to life, except they do. Because he has, and we will. And Jesus gives us all of the evidence that we need. He did it, and one day through him, we shall do it as well. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. So let us once again affirm the truth of our faith that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Alleluia. He has defeated the powers of death. Alleluia. Jesus turns our sorrow into dancing. Alleluia. He has the words of eternal life. Alleluia. And Graham is going to lead us in our prayers of intercession. Lord Jesus, thank you for Easter. Thank you that you rose again from the dead and defeated sin and death. May we never forget that you took the punishment that we deserve, that you were cut off from your heavenly Father so that we could be reconciled. Thank you for the message of eternal life that Easter brings. We pray that we may always live in the knowledge of your resurrection. Give us the strength always to do the right thing, even when that is difficult or dangerous. Help us find new ways to tell the good news to our families, friends and neighbours. We pray that they will be receptive to your word and responsive to your call. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, we continue to bring before you the COVID pandemic. We remember all those who are bereaved, all those who have been ill, or who continue to suffer ill health from COVID. We pray for everyone who has suffered loss of income, or a poor quality of life because of the restrictions. We thank you for the vaccines and the success in vaccinating the population. You came that we may have life and have it to the full, and therefore we ask you to bring this dreadful disease to an end quickly. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray for justice and fairness in your world. We are shocked and appalled by the accounts we hear of racism in our country, of harassment of women and girls, of mistreatment of the poorest in our society, and of the failure to look after the most vulnerable. Help us to see the world with your eyes. Help us to stand up against injustice. Give us the words to say to speak out against unfairness. Help us to see where we are part of the problem and change us so that we are part of the solution. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, 
we bring before you the situation in Myanmar, where a military coup has deposed an elected government, and where there has since been unrest, protests, detentions, and killings. We pray for the violence to cease. We pray that those in power will seek to build peace and harmony, and allow a smooth transition to a legitimate government. We pray for the international community and all those who have influence to use it to bring peace and stability to that country. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, in light of the Easter news that the angel brings, that the women meet in the risen Lord himself, we come to the Lord's table sharing the bread and the wine together. If you are yourself a follower of Jesus Christ, you're most welcome to receive the bread and wine with us today, though obviously we're doing it in a COVID-secure manner. Uh, And the first thing I'd like you to do is just to reach out, and in your pod, you've got a little pot under which the bread and the wine sit, if you'd just like to take the pot off. You don't need to do anything else with those things quite yet. Um, Our sincere hope is that those who need it have got gluten-free bread, those who need it have got non-alcoholic wine. I hope that is the case. Um, We'll come to receiving those elements in just a couple of minutes' time. But first, let us give thanks. Friends, the Lord is here. His Spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy always and everywhere to give you thanks, Almighty and Eternal Father, and especially at this time of Easter to celebrate with joyful hearts the memory of all your wonderful works. For by the mystery of his passion, Jesus Christ, your risen Son, has conquered the powers of death and hell, and restored in women and men the image of your glory by the power of your own Holy Spirit. He has promised paradise to his people and opened to us the gate of life eternal. And so in the joy of this Passover, earth and heaven resound with gladness while angels and archangels and the powers of all creation sing the hymns of your glory before you. Accept our praises, Lord, we pray, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Saviour, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke the bread. He gave it to the disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which was given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. And, Father, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. So let us do as our Lord commands. I invite you to take the bread. Friends, the body of Christ was broken for you.
and now invite you to take the wine. The blood of Christ was shed for you. And now, as God's forgiven and freed people, we pray as our Saviour taught us the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We are going to listen again to our closing hymn, Thine Be the Glory.
So we go out with joy to proclaim the good news, but we are going to do it in an orderly fashion, so please remain seated uh, until you're invited to leave. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Happy Easter, everybody. Sit down again, Richard. I've just moved your chair.